When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've seen them do a bunch of live shows at, at Fan Expo and Comic Con over the last year. Uh, I don't think we've seen them do a live streamed anything before, so I'm very excited to see what they have. I mean, they've got they've got I mean, a good they, they got good action going on on their YouTube channel. If you want to check them out, Love Moss on YouTube. Um, so I mean, not sure how much they go live, but they're ready to go live here. And uh, we might as well just get into it, right? Very excited to see it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Dwarven Moss. Oh! Hello, everybody. Well, well, well. What an intro to our show. Wait a second. Yes. So are they? Is Mike this what Mariana. they're seeing here? Because so this might. We might need to mute this if we get a little. We're just gonna. Oh, this is like a video that. I, Unmute. Well, we, it's a video that I passed along. Oh, there we go. I think I should probably unmute us fantastic. here. There we go. Okay. Here now? we are. Can Back. everybody hear us? Can everybody hear and testing, see? Testing. Hello out there. Hear and see. To the to the beautiful world of December people. And how yes, we chilling? hear you. Oh, oh wonderful. Wonderful. This That's is a nice great. little intro from uh, Mike and Mariana. Let's big, give it up big for shout Mike out to them. and Mariana. Holy smokes. A big shaloo for Mike and Mariana. Shaloo. Uh, shaloo. Shaloo. Thank you, everybody. And it's, oh. uh, it's a special time of year, it's isn't it? It's a special Ooh, time of year. Sure is. So we figured uh, as the Dungeons & Dragons uh, podcast of the year. Uh, century, I think. Of the century, yeah. Century, yeah. Um, that we would surprise everybody with a live uh, quick rendition of a D&D game holiday style Dwarven Moss style holiday style Dwarven Moss style guys uh, yeah it's a special one Chris has something cooked up for us well you know I thought what better way than to have fun with my very dear friends and to do what we love doing and that's having some silly Fun D and D, you know what I mean? I'm really glad you said that, Chris. Uh, <laughs> exactly what you because mean. you know, Dungeons and Dragons can really weigh you down in the melodramatic journey that it takes you on, and Absolutely. it's good to have some levity. What That's do you think, right. Tom? I think levity this time of year is uh, just what the doctor ordered. It's just yeah. what Santa ordered. That's right. It's a gift. It's a gift for all of us. The a gift of levity. Shalou to levity. Shalu. 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 Um, well, yeah, first and foremost, again, we want to thank Mike and Mariana for all those, that huge praise off the top. We want to thank everybody who's been listening to us for our uh, adventure series. We're working on Act 3. It's sounding so good. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be in your ears, I would say, in the new year. We're just tweaking it. We're doing our, our last glazes over like a honey donut, making it all sweet. Hey, in the new year. Just... But um, it's great. And we also want to thank all our patrons. Yes. Oh, yeah, big time. 
We want oh, wow, to thank all there. you guys for sticking with Fantastic. us, um, seeing us through. You're still loving our stuff, and we are so thankful and grateful to all you people who are listening to our nerdiness. It means a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it really does. to let you know that. It, it's really crazy that people have uh, gone with us on this journey and listened, you know? Anyway, what are we doing waxing poetic about this podcast, our journey? We've made our announcements. We've said our thank yous. I think people want to play some D&D. Oh. All right. Well, shall I drop you in? Please do. Please. Right. Today is the holiday of holidays. In the land of Faerun on the Sword Coast, a white-tailed dove flies in the air and is knocked around by the gust of winds. As the gust of wind takes the camera down and we float above the city of Baldur's Gate, covered in snow, beautiful thick blankets Bright white snow sit on the top of every thatched roof, every beautiful stone mansion, every small, off, well off to not waft to do, not good hovel. Mm. Hovels. It's covered in hovels. It's a very, it's a city filled with, you know, the well off and the not so well off. I see. Right? You guys know Baldur's I, I, okay. I, I, I know this town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know. Town. Now, um, in this big city of Baldur's Gate, we find two small gentlemen on their way to meet a proprietor of theirs. And uh, these two small gentlemen are stopped at the border crossing at one of the busiest intersections by a town guard. It says, Papers! Wheel Papers! You're going into the South District. I need to see papers. Who are you? Where are you from? Uh, yeah, papers. Uh, yeah, that's right. And yeah, he looks at my... you, the, the little one. Yeah, yeah. And you, what's your name? Oh, my name's Moif. Moif? Moif. Moif. Moif Greenshadow. Moif Greenshadow. He talks a little funny. His name is this. Merv. Merv. Yeah, M-E-R-V. Oh, and, uh, right. and who might you be? I'm Thaxor. And we don't need any papers. Excuse me? Yeah. Didn't you know? We're expected here. We need to meet our uh, proprietor, if you know what I mean. Isn't that right, Merv? Yeah, I mean, I, he said that we would be able to enter in no problem. Oh, you gotta talk to your I boss. I need both of you to roll me a persuasion roll right now. As as the two halflings sort of take in this uh, this guard. Actually, okay. I think you're a little taller than Merv. Merv's yeah, am Merv's, I a little taller? Merv's a forest gnome. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. He's about two and, and a half a feet tall. Halfling. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. you're huge. Yeah. You're like a huge three feet so tall. So you two, yeah, you guys are looking up at this garden. But we're still both very short. Yes. I have this big uh, kind of ratty green tunic on. Okay, yeah. Little, little wind, yeah. little wind gusts across Thaxor's face, and he flashes a real kind of like Joe Pesci smile with a golden tooth up at the guard as he tries to <laughs> persuade him. And with the two, <laughs> a twelve for for Merv. Well, I don't trust this little doof, but you, <laughs> you look. Like you're a stand-up man. 
I trust you if you can vouch for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. Thaxo and I have been, uh, he's, he's a good, good pal. Don't let him, his uh, toothy grin throw you off. He's a, right. he's, he's a top-notch citizen. All right. Fair enough. And the guard looks you guys up and down. He's kind of he's looking for any telltale signs. Who um, maybe they're from the Harpers or the Dentarum or something? Do they have any? And then he leans in close. He goes, "You guys here to see Mosshammer?" Yeah, that's right. That's the name. Mosshammer. This way, and he goes to point down an alleyway, but he goes to the very first door in the alleyway, and it opens it up. Hmm. Right in here. And he opens it up. And you guys enter this beautiful office. This beautiful... It's, it's dripping with papers and scrolls and piles of books. Then a chandelier hangs from the roof, the ceiling of it. But on the ceiling hangs other things like medals and, and trophies and stuff. Behind this big oaken table. It's just this big old fat jolly man with his big white beard now this is a, what i would assume to be our proprietor and have we been here before you guys have never been here before but you know of moss hammer this okay. is one of the legendary guys who is uh, sort of works in the shadows he's a bit of a shadow broker you All know right. what i mean you guys would know him because of your dealings you know right Right. I mean, you guys are pretty sly. And is there anything else that we should know leading into this about what our last... I mean, like, we're both um, rogues. We should say that, yeah. We should say we're both rogues. We have these characters, these rogues that have been doing... you know, the merc- in the merc- business of mercenary yep. work and yep. um, various. Uh, yeah, we're, we're like uh, hands hands for hire for sure. Yeah. Okay, great. For so, self, uh, and we've yeah. gotten ourselves a job, it sounds like. You've gotten like. yourself a job in Baldur's Gate. And what is the job? That, this is information I think we would know, right? So it's that you have been hired by Moss Hammer mm-hmm. because you guys, he knows, are the best sneakiest guys mm-hmm. if you need someone to break into something to get something for you you look for gnomes and halflings right not only are they lucky but they're just so goddamn small and just so advantageous so you've been asked to retrieve a specific item for him in okay. Baldur's gate okay and that's the only information you know that you've been asking him it's going to be worth a lot of money sitting behind the counter Jolly old fat man with a big white beard says, You boys made it. Welcome to Baldur's Gate. Please have a seat. I don't mind if I do. All right, I'll have a, I'll have a seat. I suppose you're... Uh... Mosshammer, Jacorius Mosshammer is my name. I believe you've got my message. Obviously, you have. You're here. You're in the flesh. <laughs> well, I make a habit of uh, not just finding particular items for proprietors during the holidays, but year-round. So just because it's Christmas doesn't mean that I'm going to uh, uh, do a poor job being a bit of a curmudgeon evil rogue I am. Oh. Well, that's good news, I guess. Is that <laughs> what you're getting at? Yeah. I don't, I don't Take really... with, make with that what you will. Okay, great. I'm still trying to. Also, what is Christmas? 
We don't celebrate that here in Faerun. I said holidays, but... We <laughs> celebrate <laughs> Glory Star! All right, Glory Star. Right. Remind me again what the... Murph, yeah, do you know what, what Glory Star is? I, I remember there being a big star, a and big it goes... Star. You have to put it at the top of something. That's right. Maybe the building or a twee or whatever's well, kind of... Gentlemen... Very savvy, are you? <laughs> oh, that's oh exactly you flatter me. He's kind. I like what him. I wish for you to receive for me, my golden star. You see, it was stolen not long ago. Oh, no. Is that why things have been so dark around here? Indeed. Very perceptive. Inspiration point? Not at all. No, what I need you to do. I need you to retrieve my golden star from that little brat. In the richest neighborhood in Baldur's Gate. His name is Nevik. Nevik Kickmalister. Nevik? Ne you, you must <laughs> go to the Kickmalister. Oh, yeah. I think he's got that, that big old house up. Uh, he's got a bunch of siblings, I believe. Well, that's the good thing. The, McMa the, the, the Kickmalister family hmm. are all away in Neverwinter and holiday. Ah. The house is completely empty. And I know you too. Your reputation precedes you as the soaking rogues. We know you're very That's good right. At what you we, do. we are the soaking rogues. Yeah, the gruesome twosome. Otherwise known as the gruesome twosome. You've got a lot of aliases. Cool. We have to these days. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Oh, thanks, Malsama. Well, and Thaxor takes out a, uh, a little dagger and he oh, whoa, throws, whoa, whoa, flips whoa, it up whoa. and catches it on the handle. And oh, my dagger work. But thank you. So you want this star back and you know who did it. This Nevik. That's right. Well, let me ask you something, Mosshammer. And he glances over to Merv. What's stopping you from going to talk to Nevik yourself? Nothing. I'm lazy. Hmm. I could. For sure I could. But why do it myself when I could hire the soaking rogues? I tell you there's no good reason behind why I can't do it myself. But there's always stock in a question like that. Say no more. Yeah, I mean, nobody's home. Break in. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, Merv. Well, Moss Hammer, if there isn't any other information, we'll just Not go get all. your star for you. Gentlemen, pleasure doing business with you. When you come back, I'll be waiting right here. We'll be back. And we leave, and, and Thaxworth spins his dagger around. Oh, it's beginning to look a lot like that guy's full of shit, Merv. <laughs> all right? Now, uh, listen to me. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I got this thing all figured out, all right? Okay. So this guy is pinning this star on some brat, he says. Okay, yeah, Nevik. Yeah, Nevik. That sounds like a made-up name. Yeah, this sounds really fishy, if you ask me. And I'm trying mm -hmm. to figure out what his motive could be wanting this star. It's just a big, bright, stupid star. Yeah. But there's something fishy going on with Mosshammer. Yeah, I didn't buy that whole lazy thing. 
Neither did I, Merv. Mm. Yeah, that's very perceptive. You are, you're perceptive today. I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the flow. You, you had a multivitamin, didn't you? I had a couple, yeah, and uh, <laughs> a tall glass of seltzer. You're foolish. <laughs> you guys on, are giggling through the streets. Come on, you're walking. The snow's falling, and it's actually Pull getting the tunic quiet. over. Yeah, that's right. Gusts of wind, but you're also looking around, and like the, the town is really quiet, right? Because it's the evening of uh, what did we say? Glory Star is the holiday. Glory Star. Yeah. Glory Star. Glory Star. Glory Star Eve. Glory Star Eve. Okay. Glory Star Eve. Mm-hmm. So you guys are making your way down this one of the smaller streets in Baldur's Gate that leads you to the more affluent, you know, the cobbled road, lovelier, more highfalutin area of Baldur's Gate. All right, Murph, stand up straight here. I don't want to stick out. Somebody sees you in the shadows in this part of town, they get a little, uh, you know, antsy. Mm. You guys see it across the road, across the roadway, there's a couple... Uh, just an older man, and he's shoveling a sidewalk, and he, you can hear from just across the road, and he goes, Mary and Glory, stop! Oh, that's, that's to us. Uh, Mary, Glory, star, sir. And what a fine evening it is today. Ah, indeed. And he... Gop umbug! Well, and he taps his... Shovel against the ground and walks back you into You don't got to be nice to everybody, Merv, just because they're nice to you. See, I don't go in for all this holiday stuff. You know that about me. <laughs> you, you, you're a bit of a grump around this time of year, aren't you? I'm a grump all year round, Merv. I make no joke about it. Sometimes I feel like we're oil and water. I like oil and water. <laughs> keeps walking. <laughs> it keeps walking, and you come up to this house okay. that was told to you by Moss Hammer. This is the Cuck Malister house. It's the Cuck Malister house, Merv. And what this you see look. is this beautiful snow-draped house. Look at that snow-draped house. It's beautiful. Look, it's high, high roofing. High roofing. You see that, Merv? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> There's this beautiful stained glass window in the top, in the second floor. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. the light's pouring out from the first floor. Getting all this, Merv? This place, I can feel it. I can sense the Tejer already. Yeah, that's right. Classic case in the place for the Tejer, Mike. That's right. This place has got to be filled with witches. <laughs> witches? Riches. In this part of town? No, yeah, witches. This is the witches. There's not pa- going to be any witches here. This is the witches part of town. The, the richest part of town. And he smacks him on the head. <laughs> and uh, Crow goes, ah! All right, we're going to have to keep a little more low profile than that. i got to yeah, keep, keep a little down. lid on it. All right, you just try to keep some of those comments to yourself, Mo. What do you say? Let's Classic maybe we, case in the place. Exactly. Maybe we sneak around the back? What do you think? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Let's go around the back and see if we can get somewhere a little less conspicuous. Okay. Roll me stealth, both of you. As you stand in front of this house, it's glowing with this firelight. Ooh, Four gonna... plus seven is... Okay. Okay. You got a 19. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say with that, because mm-hmm. you guys know this is Glory Star Eve. You guys know that there's nobody home in the Cuck Malister house. You guys have seen the last person, this old man, go back into his own hovel. Even with a low roll, like what, 11 was it? Yeah. You still find, you. one point you step on a piece of ice, you go, 
It's okay. It's, just, it's easy to sneak around here. And then you keep going. Right, keep, going to the back. keep going to the back of the house. And gust of wind. Winter. Yeah. Cold. Here the wind chime dangles off the back as you guys reach the very back of the house. And you see there's a green door. And then there's a stairway leading down to what appears to be the under part of the house. Mm. Backyard, empty, just covered with snow. A little bird feeder, but is that's it, covered in is ice. Is there a little bit of light on in the house? Or? There is, absolutely, yes. yes. Hey, look at that light. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Moss Hammer, he said nobody would be home. Someone's got to be home. Maybe they just left a candle on or something. Leave a candle on or something? Come on. Well, hold on. Think about it, Merv. What are we here to get? We're here to get the star. What does the star do? Uh, it shines. That's right. Maybe it's going to be a lot easier than we thought. Ah, uh, okay. Come on, let's just go in the basement. Nobody's home. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Moiv, uh... <laughs> yeah, he's got a big ruddy face, a bulbous red nose. He's a forest gnome. Yeah, he's got like short. Uh, hey, Rudolph, you, know. you go first. All right, yeah, with, with a little glint off of his nose, he starts feeling around the door, and he pulls out a pick from his pocket, and makes a sleight of hand, uh, and rolls a, a fourteen. Ooh, as he's Did trying you... to jiggle around these tumblers. As you jiggle around these tumblers with a fourteen. You get to a point where the last one clicks, but from inside, you hear, Who is it? Moiv <gasps> just jumps in a bush immediately. Yeah, and, uh, and backsword attempts, and attempts to hide. Okay, attempt, uh, give, give me a stealth okay. to, to hide. Um, 20. Oh, okay, so you're able to just, like, sneak around the door and just hide in the shadow, the one, the blind side where the shadow is, that okay. the light isn't hitting beside the door easily. It's actually plus three, but I would have still, I think, gotten them there. Yeah, okay, yeah, you hear this voice. You just say, who is it? You guys hide. You and... Uh, and thanks for tries to make eye contact with Merv. Yeah, he's, he's up in the bush. Uh, uh, uh. Thaxar gives him a knowing look, and uh, uh, Morv digs into his repertoire and sends out. He, he casts a little minor illusion because he has he's an arcane trickster. Yeah. Oh. And he sends out a uh, a deep voice saying, uh, uh, "Just the groundskeeper uh, taking care of things out back. You you might want to have a come take a look at this." Then you hear the guy from inside. He goes, "Well, leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here." <laughs> Shoot, I don't think that worked. I got an idea. What are you thinking? Come here. We try to just get a, a little out of your shot. Yeah. And he leans over to... And we, we, what's the time of day right now? Oh, it's very. It's close to midnight. Close to midnight, mm, yeah. okay. okay. So it's very dark, very quiet. Okay. Snow is falling. Hey, Mark. If we're going to do this sneakily, we're going to do it sneakily. And I know you're not into this idea, okay? So hear me out. Okay. Maybe we do a little bit of killing today. Whoa, a bit of killing? I know, it's the holidays. You already gave me this speech last week. Oh, on Glory Star Eve. 
I'm gonna take a life. And Merv's just like packing a snowball like a child. I thought we were just gonna, you know, get that star and get out of here. And then Vaxworth sits down for a second too. His, his uh, tunic. And he starts making a snowball. I just haven't done a lot of killing lately and it's just been eating me up inside. These fat snowflakes. Well, what'll it be, Merv? Look, are we going in? Guns blazing? Or are we gonna find some sneaky way in? Maybe we can cause cause a distraction. All right. Uh, maybe one of us. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I can just whip one of these snowballs right through the window. And he he curls up. And just throws one as hard as he can at, at like the highest at the stained glass window. Oh my just God! Do me a favor. Roll a dexterity. Yeah, that'd be a dexterity, right? That's kind of like a melee. Yeah, Hold yeah, on yeah, a sure. second, Merv. Oh, he tosses it. It's a fourteen. And it smacks against the window, and you hear the like, from the top of that stained glass that you threw it at. What did we hear? A little. As if it broke. Oh, oh shit! Little crack. And he got from it inside. Then you hear, "Hey, I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of arrows." One, two, right, ten, God. and all God. these arrows. Are like, <laughs> Arrows? Do we have to dodge any? Arrows are flying at us? So you guys make dexterity saves. What? Okay. Oh, really? Holy shit. How many arrows? What sound like hundreds of arrows. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, I got a a 13. Okay. Oh, way to go, Thaxor. 23. As you guys land in the snow, you hear all these arrows, you hear this gust of wind. <laughs> You're face Run, down in the snow. <laughs> and as you get up, a little bit. you know, your eyebrows are all covered in snow now that your face is out of the snow after everything's passed. And you look, and there were no arrows anywhere. You look, everything's the exact same. It was just... The sound of arrows flying at you. What are you? We got tricked. We did get tricked. We got tricked. You should have seen it, you idiot. And he starts smacking him. <laughs> and he smacks him and he smacks him across the face. As you're smacking him, what, what's your passive perception? <laughs> passive perception. Yeah, what's your is pass perception? Nine. Oh, okay. Well, what's your pass perception? It's uh, 12. Wow. Okay. You're busy slapping them and slapping each other. I should have smelled this twick coming along a mile away. I'm a I'm a king of the twixters. Well, we're gonna just have to out twick them. We just gotta out twick them. All right, come on. What do we got? Uh, uh, what do we got. Let's go. Maybe you uh, go up there and uh... maybe I'll send my mage hand out somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Do we know the word? Maybe we. Uh, maybe make it look like it has a star in it or something. Oh, you probably can't do that. You're not strong enough. Not yet. I could. I could pick up an object though. I can make. And he 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 grabs a, a snowball and has it floating through the air. Hey, why don't you just take that and distract him with it? Let's I'll... not get afraid of any other uh, flying arrows. 
Look, uh, whoever it is in there, I'll send, I'll distract them up to the top floor ne near the stained glass, and that's, right. that's when you go in through the basement. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. And he starts sending this uh, good, this Murph. mage illusory hand, there this it is. snowball. Oh yeah. Flying up. Yeah. Uh, Towards the uh, the stained glass window. Is there even a hole in that window? There's a little tiny hole because just the corner. You know, stained glass kind of has like wires of like whatever pewter in between. Yeah, the sure. Thing. So it broke one of the little frames of colored glass. Okay. And so it's missing now. So he just goes and like jams the rest of that snowball through there. And he starts. Uh, oh, yeah, you're really making mess of that stained glass window. <laughs> yeah, really, it's crumbling even. You know, more little shards Killing of stained him. glass is falling off. That's, that's, that's just... And he starts, then with his hand, he starts knocking on all the windows now. Oh. All up, up and you down know, even around for the me, side. Murph, I mean, look at that. That's a real piece of art up there. People put their heart and soul look, into that. You wanted to kill somebody. To You're talking about killing somebody? You got more <laughs> uh, appreciation. art. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's talking. really appreciate that. stand in the, in the shadows in the backyard, you do see just from inside as if something passed in front of a lamp or something, or someone passed in front of a light, because you see mm -hmm. the, okay. the the light from inside kind of, you know? Mm -hmm. You see that? Yeah, and he puts his hand up. Hold on a second, Murph. It's still snowing. This is another one of his tricks. Oh, it's probably this brat, Nevik. You think that's a fake shadow? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a fake shadow. And, and Thaxor starts walking up to that very window. Okay, and as the snow crunches beneath your feet, still so silent, you're walking up to the window. The light is illuminating your face more. So you're stepping, you know, the camera's like kind of as if it was just in front of the window. And you're stepping out of the darkness into the illumination of this window, this frosted window. You can see the sort of weathered skin on Thaxor's face as he kind of looks up and he looks into the window and he sees a kitchen a really nice well-made kitchen and because it's a frosted window you know the kind of your your view kind of warps and distorts with every angle that you move your head but you can make out a countertop and some nice cutlery all around it's a pretty affluent kitchen i would say it's pretty Pretty hoity-toity kitchen. Mm. Hey, Murph. Yeah. It's just some stupid kitchen. What do you mean? You see all the witches? It's filled with witches in there. It doesn't look like anybody's in here. Just like I said, I'm gonna go in. And Thaxor goes to open up the window. No latches. Frosted windows are just kind of caked into the sides oh. and the bottoms and tops of this. Ah, oh, this guy can't open this. He starts looking around for another opening. He's sort of getting ad antsy now. So you still have the yeah. door that's right in front of you. You have these stairways down into the under part of the house. There's a big green door too, right? The big green door. This is the door that you heard the voice from inside. You tried to open it up. Remember right as you got his yeah. That's the under, yeah. under door you're saying. There's a there's stairway down. Stairway down. And then a door. And a door. And we heard the so okay. All right, Thaxo. Let's just play a classic game of tricky tricky nine doors. I'm gonna go to the big green door. I'm gonna knock on it, and then That's we run down idea, to the Merv. basement. Right. Okay. So Merv kind of creeps up slowly, pulls out his little hand, do it. All two and a half feet of him, and he just starts rapping on this door. Yeah. 
He says, Twicky, Twicky, nine doors. And he stumbles and runs down the stairs and he goes ahead <laughs> to the basement. There. Oh, so I need both and Thaxor is waiting for him down by the basement. So as you guys are waiting, you're watching your friend. He knocks on the door and you guys run. And as you f- take a, a step onto the stairs that lead down to the basement, I need you both to make dexterity <laughs> saves. Uh, 14. 12. Both of you, the first steps you take, slip, you fly <laughs> up, and you smack your bums, your little <laughs> low bums, and have your little all the way down to the bottom. All the way down to the bottom. You guys and now we're take, lying next to each other. <laughs> lying next to each other. You both have taken 1d4 ice or frozen damage <laughs> frozen damage ice damage shit okay he's rubbing his uh yeah he he hit his knee on the stairs pretty bad both four oh how he got one yeah you twisted one. your ankle facts are pretty bad and hit your, your butt bone as well <laughs> this freaking place that was a twap they're all twix and twaps shut up so in front of you now is just this solid door, iron door. Not big or heavy at all. It's right here. Thaxor gets up really quickly. Okay. And he goes to just swing it open. As you grab the handle, <laughs> you connect with the door handle, <laughs> and you hear this sizzle. Go tss, 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 and you take 1d6 fire damage. So wait a sec. What's Nevik's last name again? Malister. Right. Okay. And his family's away in Neverwinter? <laughs> and you guys are known as the Soaking Rogues. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you just uh, checking with us now? Or? I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Please it sounds, tell me. It sounds familiar. Or are you trying to like represent the one <laughs> audience member that's just like, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I got you. Don't worry. I'm gonna just validate for you I, I think with a big wink. <laughs> that's that's what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so as this sizzling hand, <laughs> and this backstory runs back, tries to go, and he, no, he sees the stairs. Yeah, and, he, yeah. And now he's looking for anything to sort of There's like cold or slick ice that runs across I mean, each stair that you just came down. Okay, so now he's just putting his hand on the ice. And you look back, and just like Indiana Jones, there's a K that's just fucking seared into the palm of your hand for Cuck Malister household that's on the door that just goes. Okay, as soon as it opens, Merv runs right through. Okay. Immediately enters. So, Merv, as you enter. It's darkness and a tunnel and a set of stairs. We're level three, by the way. Okay. Level three. Okay. So you run in, you get to the bottom of the stairs, and you run right up. That's the only way up because this is the bottom of the house, right? Underneath is just a cellar. It's a dark, dank cellar. There's an old furnace at one side. Murph can hear me by the ice, and he can hear my voice. I'm going to kill him! I'm going to kill that Nemec! I'm going to grab him. I'm going to just bite his little fingers off. <laughs> Easy, Thaxor. We're not doing any killing tonight. <laughs> it's 
starts walking up behind him. It's charging right by him. Yeah. You're going right, right at the steps? Yeah, sure, sure. Hold on a second. Wait a second. What do you mean? I don't want to walk into another one of this stupid brat's tricks. Check the stairs with your hand or something. Make sure that they're not going to turn into mimics or... Okay, he starts feeling around uh, okay, up around the stairs, doing okay, a little bit so of an investigation. Like an investigation. Oh, wow. So he's got a 19 for investigation. So as your your hand, your own hand, your gnomish hand, as yeah. you go down to check this stairwell that doesn't really have a lot of light on it, so you're touching it, and the moment you touch it, your fingers touch this sort of black, sticky substance. Ooh, what is it? Oh, it's not white. It's like a, it's like an oil or something. It's sticky. You, I, I can barely get my hand off, and he just... What, does it hurt you? Yeah, it's hurting. I'm trying to... Here, take my yeah, hand off. Yeah. Jason pulls his hand. Uh, and it comes free, but after a bit of just fighting it... Yeah. And you look at it, and it's like this gross, like, tarry substance. Is it tar? Is it tar? I think it's tar. We gotta... There's gonna be more of this stuff somewhere. Well, I'm not worried about getting my fingers in a little bit of tar. They've been in worse places. Well, wow. you know what they say about sticky fingers... What do they say? You know, sticky fingers? Yeah. Yeah. What about them? Oh, is that, you know, sometimes your hands get sticky. You know, you're a real idiot sometimes, bro. <laughs> and he starts walking up the stairs. Come on! And as you take your first step, are you wearing... Uh, halflings travel with no Oh, this stuff on, is, right? like, all over the stairs? All over the stairs. Okay. Are you wearing any shoes? Um... Yeah. So, as you step on, you realize you have to put your other yeah. shoe on the net, and then you almost have to take your foot out of your boot <laughs> and take your next step here in your sock. All right, I'm going to make it to the top of these stairs. <laughs> and then Who needs the boots, okay? I could do the whole thing. I'm better barefoot, you I'm get, better barefoot. You get halfway up, <laughs> and I need you to make a dexterity save for me on this. Um, nine. <laughs> so, you're going real slow, and you put your little halfling foot down, and from the bottom of your foot, you feel this, what you don't see, this nail just pierce right into the bottom of your foot, and you take 1d4 piercing damage. Ah, and he grabs it, and he falls directly backwards. <laughs> 1d4? 1d4. Okay, and you hear four. a full four. Okay, right, so I'm at uh, 18, 12 damage. Um, and my HP. Weird, my phone. Broken. Oh. Well, let's take this moment, take a break. Okay. Well, Jay checks his HP, and just to say. I, 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 I don't think I have more than 12 HP. I just wanted to check. Well, you got it. Yeah, yeah, level good, three, good, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, 21 hit points so okay so you're you're, you're i've taken 12 so i'm i'm at uh, taking quite a lot a lot yeah <laughs> so uh, faxor falls back merv you watch this guy come tumbling down the stairs you now see that there was a nail that you didn't even see in the stairs by accident right. Thaxor stepped on also this tarry substance is sticking his footwear and his socks to each step what if the door is open? Just the uh, come on, Merv. What the hell are we going to do? I don't know. Is it even worth it for this star? No, it's worth it all right. 
Who gives a crap about the star? I want to get this never bread friggin' chicken friggin' chicken. Do something. Yeah, okay. Do something. He looks around. Is there anything else, thing. like anything he can grab around? Like he's looking for something like a like a uh, any sort of cloth he can kind of throw over the stairs yeah, to cover the tar. Because you're you're kind of. You're pawing around at the walls 16. and stuff. Okay, so you find some old burlap sacks and some folded over paper bags. Yeah, he rips one of those sacks open and dumps the contents along the stairs. Yeah, and there's just dust and straw and dirt okay. and earth, and it starts to stick to the bottom of the stairs. This, this will give us a better grip. Right, we got to watch out for those nails. Get it all over there. Yeah, get it all over. That's a good one, Merv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's smart. You know, sometimes you come up with the smart yeah, stuff, Merv. Wow, well, you know. Until now, after... Uh, let's say about three to four minutes of you guys pouring down and then going up the next step and pouring down, going up the next step and pouring. You get to the top and the door is just a little ajar. The door leads in to the ground level of the house. You're at the top of the <sighs> stairs now. This looks like a job for my mage hand. Yeah, hold, hold on a second. I don't want to fall into another one of this pretzel tricks. Yeah. That's why I say I think we should probably keep a distance. Nah, by this point, by this point, he's expecting us to do it. Because every time we try to get around him, he's one step ahead of us. Right, right. So let's flip it. This time, I'm going right through. Dagger first. <laughs> and he takes out his dagger and he charges through the door. And you charge through the door and you get to the main foyer area as you pass by. <laughs> and I need you... To make me a dexterity check. <laughs> my passive isn't doing anything. My attitude's not doing anything for me. And my roll, 3 plus 7 making 10, is not doing much for me, I don't think. As you run into the main foyer, wah, with this dagger out, you see these little toy ball-bearing oh cars, and they're mm -hmm. spread all over mm -hmm. the front part of the yeah. foyer, and you go, whoop. Carved by the local Baldur's <laughs> local Gate toy maker, toy maker blacksmith. Gate, yeah. But only for the rich kids. Right? Only the rich kids in Baldur's Gate have Get these, these little <laughs> metal toys. The tiny, yeah. tiny. Um, so it's another 1d4, just uh, uh, bludgeoning damage. And three. you're prone. You're now, you've fallen prone. Wow. I think it's some of these toys are like sticking to the tar that's all over. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Body and so you're in the main foyer now, at the bottom of a big, bigger set of stairs that goes up to the second floor. And you can see in the second floor, that is where the shining is coming from. That is where the pulsing gold light. And all the pain goes away from Thaxor's eyes as he sees it. Ah, yeah, I won't like it if we get that, will you? Merv! Obviously this brat's got something to hide. He really doesn't want us getting at this thing. Okay. Merv! It's okay. I, I got this. Merv, get in here! I, I, I'm coming in. He opens the door. He sees him on the ground. Uh, he has a em empathy for uh, Thaxor in all this pain, and Merv decides that I'm now it's time for me to lead the charge, and he pulls out his dagger. I'm going up the stairs. Dagger first. He starts running up the stairs. With <laughs> Hold the on dagger. a second, Merv. Wait. Ah! It wasn't a good and idea I the first you time. To make me a dexterity save. 16. As this, what a what an interesting thing. It yeah, cuts what to is it? Yeah, what is it? What does it at look the beginning like? of this session going, 
I'm actually just a little smaller than you, Thaxor, because then it cuts back and this big can, this metal can, <laughs> swings down from the top of the stairs and just goes, and just skims the top of your hair. You can feel it. Yeah. So you passed. You've been able wow. to run under that does. trap and make it to the second floor. Okay. So he's going all the way up. And as soon as he gets to the top, he starts looking left and starts looking right. Taxo, it's safe. Get up here. Yeah, right. Good job, Murph. Didn't expect this short couple of guys coming up, right? <laughs> Didn't expect that. And he walk, runs up the stairs. Runs up the stairs. And give me a dexterity save with advantage because you see that there's this thing coming. 15. And this one just actually skin. You Ooh. feel it on the top of your head, but you make it by. There were two cans. It takes out. off uh, Thaxor's tunic that he always has. <laughs> yeah, it knocks yeah. it back. And it knocks it back, revealing this really like bald with like little frizzy one or two hairs. Like, sure. Some of them are red. <laughs> you guys Ooh. get to the top He's of embarrassed the stairs, about it. And at the top of the stairs, you see this beautiful, beautiful pine tree, this coniferous tree with these beautiful swollen needles covered in these gorgeous decorations. You see beside it this candlelight, all these candles that are lit beside it. You see on Look at those candle holders, Merv. Some riches for you. And as you look yeah. there, on the same design, the gold shine leads you to the star, the golden star on top of this coniferous tree. And at the bottom of this coniferous tree, this little boy in a striped sweater turns around and he goes, Get out of my house, you filthy animals. And as he says that, he goes, <laughs> And he's now an actual doppelganger. And we have to roll for initiative. What'd you get? I got a five. Okay. I'm low. I got low with the totem. Okay. Nevik. Jerk. First to act. So he's he he was all he's just been a doppelganger this whole time. You've just been a doppelganger this whole time, Nevik. The whole right. thing's a big twick. Yeah, I knew you went to go see Moss Hammer, and I heard it. So uh, follow me. We're gonna mess <laughs> you up, Nevik. So he goes. You mess me up. He goes for. He pulls out this sword. He's like, and he goes to hit Merv. Oh, sweet! What's your AC? Sixteen. And he misses Murph. Oh, dodged again. That's it. Oh my God. And then he tries at this point to read your thoughts, <laughs> and he can't do it. And it goes to Thaxor, who's standing right beside him. You guys are at the top of the stairs. So I'm looking at Merv, and I'm saying, Merv, I said we burn this place down, grab the star, and get the hell out of here. What do you think? You know what, Thaxor? I think I think that's what we do. You handle the star. Okay. I'll handle the fire. All right. And Thaxor grabs the candles. Yeah. And he kicks over the table towards the drapes. Okay, so make me a strength check. See how this kick okay. goes. Because you're kicking this solid object. Yeah. Trying to do this bigger action too. 
coordinated movement of knocking a table over nice. two right. pull down drapes. Ooh, and the table. But wait, locked. can I use something? Of course. Let me use my acrobatics to make it uh, uh, 12. Amazing. So right at that, you actually have to jump to get enough strength to then go. And it pushes. And as it falls against the drapes, it catches on the drapes. And it just goes. And it rips down once. But you can tell as every round in D&D is six seconds, it's going to take another to fall perfectly into the candles. This is your... This is what your coordinated plan is. Yes. So, you've done that as an action. That's your action. That's my action, and now my movement is going to go anywhere I need to get to find where my... I'm looking for an escape route. So down this hallway, on the second floor of the the Malister house, Mm -hmm. you see a big window at the end that sits right behind this glory... Glory Star tree, this coniferous oh tree, and and this and a zoom up on Thaxor, and he sees what his plan is. Cut to Merv. That goes right over to Merv. Uh, Moy pulls out a, a short sword and just runs towards the uh, the base of the tree and just starts hacking it. I'm gonna get this star down for us. Okay, well, as you run, because the doppelganger came up to you to attack you, you have yeah. to escape an attack of opportunity. Oh. Because you're right there, so you're running right by him, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Okay. He got a 19. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Chaitina! Oh. What's he hit me with? What, what does he have? One, he's got a scimitar. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nasty little bugger. Sorry, no, that's a slam, actually. So he takes his big open hand and just oh. hits you on the side of the head ah. bah, as you oh. run by him. And you take 1d6 plus 4. I rolled a 1, but plus 4 is 5. You take 5 damage, and the, the Ooh. left side of your head his, is ringing. Yeah, his ears ringing. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Okay. So then you're going to use the rest of that action after that opportunity. Yeah, he's going to keep going. Okay. Uh, so you make it 5, 10, 15 feet down the hall. Start hacking and sawing at this table. It's Nevik's turn now. I feel like we only have till 4.50, don't we? Nevik goes. Nevik goes, I'm going to kill you. And he runs down the hallway. And... He jumps and shapeshifts into a bear. Oh my god. And from that, you hear the curtains ripping, and the camera goes close onto the very threads of the curtain. And one thread lights up, and a small ember crawls up this thread. But then, like backdraft, goes and covers the whole curtain. In flame, Thaxor. <coughs> Slow motion, and Thaxor sees this and it's reflected in his eyeballs, and it's going according to plan. And he looks over to Merv, and he looks over at the star, and he starts to run towards the star, using all of his movement, using all of his strength, and he goes, and he goes, Come on, Merv! And he jumps up to try and grab the star and okay. break out the window behind it. Roll me acrobatics. 
with advantage. This is your master plan going off. Right. Merv, you're following right next. Well, Merv kind of wants to help him. He's getting down. He's actually getting down on his back. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Thaxar can jump on the back, and he's going to push up. 16. As he jumps on the back, and this bear is flying behind you, and you're in front of it. The curtains are on fire. You use Merv just enough. Merv, why don't you roll me a strength check? Ooh, okay. Right now, That's as you push guy. up. Holy shit! It's actually it's a crit. And you push up! <laughs> and with that push, there you push that sword up to the top of the tree. He grabs the star, and in one big motion, it cuts to outside to the old man who's shoveling his walk again. Okay. And it's quiet, and the snow is falling. And after one second, Smash! From the top floor, a bear, a glory star tree, and two halflings, two little soaking rogues plop out and land like poofs in the snow. And this bear has just been caught in this pine tree, covered in needles, as it goes, he slips back into a doppelganger. And as we all know, doppelgangers hate needles in their skin. And he is lying prone. Both of you have gotten uh, sat up from being in the snow. And right there in between you, shining like the star it is, is the golden star from the top of the tree. And the old man from across the street once again goes... Merry glory star. And then as they're looking at the old man and they're on this prone doppelganger, Thaxor just leans over and slits the throat of the doppelganger looking at the old man. <laughs> the old man doesn't see it and just sees the stream of like, oh. And the camera climbs up as the snow falls down camera climbs you up. You see them just getting smaller and smaller. Get the star, Merv. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and right, walking right. away. Cuts the star off. Puts it under his uh, tunic. And that is the and end yeah. of our <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Sonar, for... Uh, Allowing us to be a part of the holiday, the marathon magic, marathon magic, absolutely. Dwarven Moss, that's us. Dwarven Moss, that's us. Good job, Chris. Is coming out soon. Great job, Tom. Great job, Jay. We want to tell everybody that Act Three is coming out in the new year, and we're so excited for you to hear it to finish off the amazing adventures of Wendell and Boren. Absolutely. And, and perhaps... thanks to our YouTube chat, too. Thanks, everyone, for yeah. showing up. Yeah. Thanks, Red. And we love to see you. We, we recognize your names. There they are. And we love to... We love seeing you. We're so glad you're here, everybody. We got, we got a real club. Guys, that was lucky, based on Home we? Alone. <laughs> <laughs> when did you lock 